Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. To continue with our 101 series. GMing 101. Every time I do that. Mm-hmm. So it, we've talked about in previous episodes the elements of your campaign session, like just your standard every single Friday night or whenever you meet. And we've talked about the elements of your scene. So we should probably talk about the elements of your campaign. Okay. You mean the elements of the game session on Fridays or whatever? Yes. Sorry. All right. So the just a real refresh. Refresh. Uh, small to large. Your first thing you're doing is your game sessions, which is what you like. Us, it's like four hours on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Then you have your kind of your story arc or your act or your kind of main subplot. Um, that allows you to connect your game sessions to your overall larger piece. And we're going to cover that in depth in the next couple of days, I believe. And then the next one is the very, it's the very largest part. It's the bottom of your pyramid, if you will. It's the games. It's the game campaign. The campaign is literally everything you wish to talk about from the beginning until the end. And so what makes for a good elements like what are the what are the basic building blocks of a campaign so when i'm building a campaign and i build my stuff from scratch and have for almost 20 years now um, i've tried some pre-mades and i wasn't very happy with them because as i said in an earlier episode my group is not the group that they test with and they want to do stuff that's not in there even though yeah. they should be in yeah. there Yeah, don't leave us a god trap and not expect us to use it here's a machine that can make you into a god what player would, in their right mind, would want to become a god? I don't know. Every freaking one of them. And so I had to come up with rules on how they could use the god trap to become a god because there was nothing in the book that says they Liter- couldn't. There's literally or nothing in the book on it. You looked. There was not even nothing. anything. Why? Why, Monty Cook? Why did you not have this? This is the expedition to the castle of Greyhawk. Yep. Anyway, that said, here we go. Let's stop complaining about it. But for almost 20 years, I've been running my own campaigns and coming up with them from scratch. So what do I do? First, I come up with an idea. That is the first element of a game campaign is what in the world are you wanting to talk about? And in that, I come up with the major conflict because the major conflict is going to drive all of the story It's just like a book. Think of it like a book. Think of it like a fantasy book or anything else. What is the major conflict? There is one. There's always one. Um, Even in the crazy Hallmark romance shows that my wife watches, there's a conflict. Mm -hmm. Spoiler, the guy is seen with another girl and the girl that is like the main girl, she feels like she's, she's being cheated on. And then there's this misunderstanding and then that's the main conflict in literally 90% of the Hallmark movie channels. So now, you know, and I've ruined most of the Hallmark movies for you, but since you're into the gaming network, I'm sure I haven't ruined anything for you. So here's the deal. Okay. And if you do like those, that's fantastic. And I still don't ruin anything for you because you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that said, here's the deal. You need to come up with a major conflict. So in one of my stories, it was the king is going to forcibly uh, look for a bride across the entire country. And he wants the most beautiful woman. He doesn't care if she's betrothed to another house. He doesn't care if she's already been married. He just wants the most beautiful person ever. And he's willing to do whatever it takes to get it. That's the main conflict. Or in another one, 
Jack the Ripper's killing people. We have to figure out who's killing, who's doing it. Or in another one of the games that we've played, um, Space Opera, there's this really weird alien substance that's kind of taking over entire planets and causing people to lose their minds. And it causes them to like be, you know, dominated, taken mm-hmm. over. It's like a parasite. Um, or, I mean, there's so many different things like you could do with this. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. So like Lord of the Rings, the one ring is finally found and the ancient evil who woke it up and it's kind of using it as a phylactery, like a lich has now started gathering an army to find it. Um, you know, Harry Potter, uh, the guy who tried to kill me 20 years, well, what? 12 years, 5, 10, 15 years ago, whatever it is, depending on how what book you're in, is now back from the dead and plotting to take over the world again. You know, there's so many different things we could talk about here, right? Star Wars, um, the original trilogy, right? It's, hey, a uh, young boy finds out he's a Jedi, but he's got to go take on the Emperor who's destroying the, the entire world. And, of course, in the process, finds out that his dad has been secretly, kind of not so secretly, serving this emperor and kind of helped him get into power. Yay. Um, or the prequel. Oh, we just talk about how all that happened. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And we're not talking about the sequels to that because I don't even know what the heck the plot was there. So, anyway, with Ray, I have no idea. Anyway, that said, whatever. Point is, everything has a story and a conflict. So, you come up with a conflict. Then you create your big bad and you don't have to be sexist. It could be a gal, big bad gal or guy. And that person is the one driving the conflict. Okay. So maybe in your Victorian, uh, you know, Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper is really a female. Jack the Ripper is actually a, um, she's the, she's like the head of a prostitute house and she's getting back at all the prostitutes that have left her over the years. I actually like that because then you could throw in things of how she's throwing people off as she's leaving clues that she's a male doctor when she isn't. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that fun? And anyway, she was a nurse. That's why she knows how to cut, do the, uh. Yeah. She was once a nurse or now she is a nurse and she, but she's still like got a, you know, she's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, point is, and I just came up with that just now. The thing is you should just be watching as Matt talked about in one of our episodes about watching multimedia. If you're in media at all, you should be able to come up with an idea pretty quick. If you can't, just steal one, actually steal four, and then add them all together in a blender, and then now you have your idea. So you have your story, you have your big bad person with a a motive. Your villain Mm -hmm. needs a good motive for doing what they're doing. And at that point, now you need to figure out where are you setting this. Yes. So I just said, well, in a Jack the Ripper game, I just gave you the setting. Mm -hmm. But I could do a Jack the Ripper game in the future in a sci-fi Right. And it's a totally different thing. So maybe she's a nurse and she's killing other nurses that have left the field. Right. Mm-hmm. But she knows just enough to throw it, make it look like doctors, male doctors have been doing it. Right. Or in, in any doctor, really. Anybody who has, who has the Medical ability skill. to. But she makes it look like, like things like it looks like the scalpel is a, like the scalpel cuts are a little bit bigger to allow somebody to reach in with bigger hands than she actually has. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, you could do all these sorts of things where you could like literally take a alternate history thing, move it into a different genre, move it into a different time period. And shove it in, and now you have, like I just said, a blender of ideas that come up with a really cool new idea, and now you're playing it. So you get your story, you get your your big bad, and you get your villain aspect for it. Then I would like to come up with a twist, and you just came up with it to a certain degree, which is, 
you're always pinning it on like these two or three male doctors that have really big hands because the incisions are made for somebody that's like over six foot tall for them to remove these internal organs. In mm -hmm. reality, she's five foot two and she does it just to basically just to throw suspicion off of her. Mm -hmm. And so there you are. And so the twist is when you get to it, oh, it wasn't these three guys that you thought it was. It was one guy that you were like really hoping it was because she's throwing stuff like she's framing him. It's this little girl, not really, but I mean, it's just, she's 50, she's five, two, this diminutive woman who's been doing it this whole time. And her motive looks totally different than the motive you've been leading to believe. And now we have a campaign that we just came up with. Mm -hmm. So with that campaign, we're going to revisit this campaign and we're going to use it to talk about building a campaign in our next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.